You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them Kim Trails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I'm so excited to offer y'all to welcome in right here, not only on the day with Trey, but it's going to be a two for Tuesday. That's right, because you're going to get a double dose of dopeness on this episode. My girl, Julia Jesse is back in the building with me. We're going to be talking all about what she has going on, how she's been. I need to catch up with my girl. Y'all been able to see her on Clapback Culture. She's been bringing it back with the topics, all the hot topics, but I'm so glad she could join me all the way from D.C tuning in to my show with me today and to bring y'all some news about what's going down this week and how she's also been doing. But of course, it is the top of the show, y'all. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right. Participate with us. Go ahead and tag and share the stream right here with folks you feel could benefit from this double dose of dopeness on this day today, right here on The Day with Trey. And if you cannot watch us, don't worry. We definitely have you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever one is your favorite. Go ahead and search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey, and y'all will find me there. Give a huge shout out to the Converge Media team all over the boards who have been helping to build this up. We have some amazing producers, directors, some amazing graphic artists, just folks who are making all of this magic happen. And I cannot be uh, thankful enough to all of them. So huge shout out to the entire Converge team. Well, y'all, on this Tuesday, many of you yesterday may have experienced some great time, leisure with Memorial Day. I just want to say that uh, Black Wall Street always popping. I mean, huge shout out to the events team for pulling that together. All the folks over there at Africatown Community Land Trust. What an amazing celebration. And not only that, was it just about all the vendors that we get to participate and support locally uh, with, but also the history of Black Wall Street and the understanding uh, of all of the different Black Wall Streets that were all over the country as, you know, Black folks came together, built their own towns, and really had so much established. Uh, just what a great way to celebrate all of that legacy and work and honor those who are still carrying legacies forward today. This is why Black business is so important, because we have to be able to support our business sector and circulate our dollars locally and within our communities as much as we can. And so I always encourage folks, you never know what kind of product or service you might buy. There's always some dope stuff out here that our Black vendors are bringing to the masses. So if you weren't there yesterday, don't worry. The Summer of Soul event series is continuing. And of course, there'll be plenty of opportunities to connect with some of our local businesses here 
here in the greater Seattle area. Uh, also, if you are someone who is in the Pacific Northwest and you're looking for some fun times this summer, come on up. Uh, follow Africatown SCA on Instagram. You will see all of the events that are coming out. Of course, Juneteenth is going to be huge as well. But later this week, we also have on the 1st of June, we are celebrating Elijah L. Lewis. Uh, he, We will be all together celebrating his life and legacy at the WAMU Theater, also known as Lumen Field Events Center, from 6 to 9 p.m. We want y'all to come out, celebrate Elijah's life with us. Uh, he was such a young entrepreneur himself. So when I'm talking about Black businesses and entrepreneurship, he's going to always come to mind because at as a 23-year-old, y'all, he had five different businesses that he was owning and operating simultaneously while being a community build builder with Africatown Community Land Trust and being a strong advocate for all of the residents over there at Liberty Bank Building. So if y'all knew him or if you didn't, but you're looking to plug in and get connected with community, I encourage you to come out and celebrate with us this Thursday on the 1st. Well, after this short break, had to give y'all those announcements. But my girl, Julia Jesse is going to be joining me right after this. Y'all stay tuned. You're watching The David Trey. One in every 500 African-Americans in the U.S. suffers from sickle cell disease. One and three African-American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One, appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you. COVID-19 are my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in. They talked to our lender and saved our home because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street Shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots. And this time, I even got a coat. Yeah, no, you did walk in without a coat. I really I'm did. glad you found one. But their boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And you know, I was impressed because, of course, I got those white boots yeah. that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days. Yeah, no, I, I look at your white boots and I'm like, darn it, they only have one pair. Me and Basie wear the same size. Of course, every time we walk out with several bags in hand. Several bags and sometimes even a backpack, you guys. Make sure you check out Market Street Shoes. Yeah, please deck them out. where they go, Basa? Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I'm excited for this double dose of dopeness with my diva queen sister, Julia Jesse. What's up, Jules? Welcome. Hey, girl. I'm so happy to be here. I am so glad that you could make some time in your busy mommy and wife schedule to be with me today. You, you're just, your, your glow up is real. Okay. Let me just it say, is. It, no, is. it really is. It is so inspiring, Jules. And I haven't been able to tap in with you since you had the baby. I just got to go straight there because 
you have been experiencing uh, uh, blessings beyond blessings. And I just appreciate that you utilize social media so we can kind of see a little bit behind the curtain as you're experiencing this. But tell us how motherhood is growing and glowing on you. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I'm I'm really grateful and appreciative that I have such a good baby. Um, so if you guys don't remember, um, I had my first son. His name is Cairo Joseph Norman. He was born on Christmas Day. So he's my little Christmas miracle. And he just turned five months last week. So he is just um, he's just a ball of joy. I mean, it's it's really everything else that I don't want to do. But I always want to be his mom. I want to be his best friend. I want to snuggle with him. I want to see all the new things that he's into. Um, Today, uh, I was feeding him. So he's starting to get into like soft foods and things like that. So he's just he's just a little bundle of joy. I mean, he's just such a blessing. He's beautiful. He's funny. He's like meeting all of his milestones. So he's such a blessing. I'm excited to just keep watching him grow up. Absolutely. And you know, I mean, you know, I'm a love on baby Cairo because uh, his birthday is two days before mine. So this Capricorn auntie energy, I cannot wait to come to DC and hold that baby because it is so beautiful when we have new life joining and expanding our families. And your family has just been in a complete glow up. I mean, from Rodney and then the baby, you you've just been doing it all, Jules. Listen, uh, today is my baby girl's 16th birthday. So my bonus baby, it's her 16th birthday. So we're going to be driving down uh, this weekend to be celebrating her 16th birthday with her mom and her stepfather and all her friends down in North Carolina. So I'm really excited to see this whole big, I mean, girl, we've been putting it together, honey. So I'm excited. So I am just so blessed to just have such a beautiful family, like, And it really came accelerated, you know, like I continuously share with you guys, um, you know, my, you know, and remain transparent about my story. Rodney finally coming home from after a five year um, prison sentence and then the kids moving back in with us and then us having our own, uh, you know, I'm back in office now. I'm trying to like balance all of these things. Um, And it's just, you know, I sit back and really think like, wow, I'm really blessed. Like everything I asked for, I have it. And I also have it in abundance. So I'm just in a season of gratitude for real. And and really in a season of being like a student and like learning how to do all of these things. Like how do I be, you know, a wife and a mother and a businesswoman and an entrepreneur and all of these things for everybody and still have time to take care of myself and um, still be me and still be Jules, which is why like I show up and do clapback culture because it's like my little thing, you know? So uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. Well, I'm excited for you, sis. Honestly, it's, it's, you know, you and I have had those deep conversations and to see all of this for me, I just was overjoyed, honestly. But yeah. as you said, I mean, you're still staying connected to these stories out here in these streets. Yeah. I don't know how you do it all, but <laughs> clearly clapback culture has come back with a bang and we got to give you some time to talk about some of the things that folks may expect this week, because I've been hearing you have been on fire since you came back with these topics. And we already know the world is going through so many different things. You're here to keep us all on track. What can folks expect this week? 
Well, this week, listen, I'm going to give you guys a bit of a variety. So I know we're coming into the summer months and with coming into the summer months, we are doing much more traveling. And for whatever reason, Trey, there are people on these airlines acting a fool. Okay. So, and it's not just here in the United States, it's everywhere. So I have a story from Seoul, South Korea. And there was a man that opened the emergency door of Asian Asiana Airlines just before the plane was landing. So the plane was just seven, 700 feet above ground. Um, and it was only two to three minutes before it got to landing. And Trey, catch this. The reason why he said he did this is because you know, he had lost his job and he just felt really anxious and he just was suffocated and he wanted to hurry up and get out of this plane. So he opened the emergency side door. There's a huge video. And of course, I'm going to share that with everybody that tunes into Clapback Culture. But there was over 200 people on this flight. So you can imagine the panic. Um, fortunately, nobody was hurt. There are 12 reported minor injuries of um, some folks who hyperventilated and retreated at neighborhood hospitals for that. Um, the man who opened the door also was uninjured, but taken to a mental health facility to get immediately checked out. Um, but yeah, he said that he was just under a lot of stress. But golly, I mean, it's getting crazy on these airlines. Oh, my goodness. These little clips that we are seeing through social media and different things, you know, because people will pull their phone out in a minute. I think there's a lot of, you know, more awareness, maybe particularly after 9-11, honestly, because people are just like, yo, I'm on this plane. This is my life. You know what I mean? Like, let me be more mindful of my surroundings, like what folks are doing. You're seeing a lot of that now. So (laughs) I can't even imagine what people were thinking as he opened this emergency hatch, you know. I am grateful that he is getting the help he needs because that is something that's looks like clearly where are you thinking in that moment? There's probably so much other things going on. Glad nobody was injured in that one, Jules, but I'm also glad you'll be covering it on Clapback this week. What else can folks tap into with you? Well, since we're on the topic of mental health, if you guys know Raz B, our fan, one of our fan favorites from uh, the former group B2K, if you grew up in the 2000s like me, well, Raz B is back into the scene and he's on a 72 hour hold after threatening to jump off of a hotel roof. This comes after his um, really a rant, a rage and kind of like this this dismantling um, of an Instagram live that he did. And he's just talking about his feelings. He's telling, you know, everyone that he's at a, a hotel in Kansas city that, and he just keeps repeating. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Um, somebody come take me. I need to check into a facility. Um, and so he goes back into the hotel. He somehow gets on top of the roof. He breaks a window to get on top of the roof um, and he's threatening to jump. And so officials came. They laid out these blowout mats to just in case if he jumped off the roof. Um, And then he was taken into an area hospital. So all of this spiraled following his reporting on his Instagram live where he said that Chris Stokes did not sexually assault him back in the day. So. So many things are coming out. And if you don't know, Trey, Rasby is also on a reality television show right now. Um, He's on Bad Boys Club uh, West, I believe it is. And so it's a lot of interesting dichotomies going on in one thing. But we're going to pray for Rasby. His condition is really unsettling at this time. 
Um, people are concerned about his condition, but his team has not really expressed to the media exactly what's going on. And so we're going to keep him lifted. We're going to keep him uh, prayed up. But, you know, check in with your people, man, because he he really, really, really is unraveling right before our eyes. I mean, well, Jules, honestly, you're mentioning this and, you know, yes, just yesterday, Raul Neferman the first was on uh, the day with Trey with me and he was talking about the need for us to go within and to activate, you know, these faculties within us that allow us to have health, wealth and success. And the first thing is health, right? There's so much that we can be doing to bring back, you know, practices that have really worked for ancient civilizations that give us the guidance we need. So as you're talking, that's where my heart is going because I'm like whoa you know I mean now we we have access you know a lot of churches are now online they're trying to connect I mean in in the COVID pandemic all of us were trying to make adjustments and people really miss that socialization of collective Mm -hmm. healing and wellness um, that we got in so many of our institutions and you know it's one of those things where it's always going to be like a journey that you have to go on but when you have folks around you that get to Walk, be on that walk in that journey with you, you're more empowered to stay on that journey. So uh, as you said, you know, we'll be making sure our, our thoughts and prayers and, and all of our positive energy goes to him right now as he's dealing with that. You never know all of the things that be, could be coming into play. So I love that you're tapping into this. Uh, what, one last thing for the folks. I know we don't want to give it all to him. One last that's thing okay. that's going on this week. <laughs> Well, you know, I always love how balanced you are. So, you know, shout out to everybody who watches uh, The Day With Trey. She's such, you're so balanced and like, (laughs) you're so healing. You always have such good healing, positive energy. So I know I'm going to keep taking that into my weekend. Um, This is a report that we should not be reporting on. And it's why, you know, I am so critical of not only law enforcement, but holding them accountable Um, There is an 11 year old boy out of Mississippi who called the police due to a domestic dispute at his home. His mother gave gave him a phone and said, call 911. Um, The incident occurred at at his home um, with his mother and his sister's father. Um, So another child in the house. So the mom said, call 911. The mother comes to the door to allow police to enter into the home. And she tells the officer, listen, nobody in this home is armed. The officer gives everybody instructions. Everyone come out with your hands up. If I cannot see you in plain sight, her son, Adrian Murray, he's 11 years old. He looks like an 11 year old child. He's not, he's four foot 10. Um, He comes out and comes out with his hands up. And for whatever reason, Reasons unclear to us right now, the officer shot him in the chest. Um, The mother goes on to say that the last words of her son, who did survive, Trey, but the last words in that incident were, why did you shoot me? What did I do wrong? And he just, you know, of course, collapsed. Um, The young boy uh, suffered injuries to the chest, a, a a collapsed lung and a a fractured rib and a lacerated liver. Um, He was placed on a ventilator. Um, We we don't know his condition at this time, but of course the family are fighting for justice in this case. And they're, they're fighting for, um, you know, the Indy, the Mississippi police, the Indianola, um, that's the city was in the Indiola board of aldermen to not only 
just continue to place him on leave, but to fire this officer and look further into this incident. Of course, the police body camera footage has not been released, um, but that's not because the family has not been asking. They have been asking. Um, and so one thing that we know about that, Trey, is that if authorities have not released a video right now, then it's something that is not so good on their side. So they're trying to figure out tactically how to let this out. This is not a case of, you know, a six foot four boy, you know, who is 11, but is actually looking like a grown man is coming out um, into into the view of an officer. So there was no way that the officer could have gotten him confused with the person of interest um, upon coming to the house. So the officer is on administrative leave. Um, if it's important for anybody to know, everyone involved in this incident is black. So I would argue that it's not a race race issue but it's, it's officers being trigger happy, right? And so we have to think about tactics to deescalate um, before we begin to shoot. So I, I can't wait to see what happens in this case as more, in, as more information unfolds. Wow, Jules. I mean, once again, here we have another example of why uh, the trust of police coming into homes, specifically of those of the global majority, is a constant issue. Mm -hmm. uh, it is always something that so many of us that are, are non-white folks, honestly, we deal with a different type of call to the police. I mean, this is insane, but yet it's also unfortunate that we have to even explain that he didn't look like a grown man because maybe that in, in people's minds makes it seem as though, well, he thought maybe something was going to happen with a grown man. Right. But even that in and of itself is where we've been like, in, in a sense, we've been trained to now see it that way because yeah, so true. many incidences have taken place right before our very eyes in the media. We've experienced this in our neighborhoods, in our communities. Um, you know, we know people who know people or it's our families. It's, it's incredible how much data there is now on this across the nation with regard to these kinds of shootings from the police into yeah. uh, families of the global majority. And yeah. I, I mean, Jules, you're right. Even if he was six foot four, but he came out with his hands up, what then? You know, right? And so... Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen this time and time again. I'm glad you're on it, Jules. I'm glad that you are back and bringing us clapback culture. We missed you. Uh, this is such so needed in our ethosphere here at Converge. Thank you for staying on top of these amazing stories. Of course, if folks are looking to tap in with you to watch clapback, how do they stay engaged, Jules? Yeah, so I'll be on Thursday night, uh, 7 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. 10 p.m. if you're here on the East Coast like me, pull up, follow me at Treasure of J-U-L-E-S. Let me know what you want to talk about next week. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, Jules, such a pleasure. Uh, congratulations again to all that you have going on in your world. You, my sister, for real, I can't wait to keep on tapping in with you. If you can't tap in live, don't worry. Send us a clip. We want to keep on promoting what you got oh, going. Absolutely. Much, yes. Much Thank love you. to you, Jules. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Always a pleasure when I got my girl Jules in the building. Of course, y'all make sure you're tuning in to Clapback Culture on Thursdays at 7 p.m. right here on Converge Media. I'll get to wrap all of this up right after this, y'all. Stay tuned. You're watching The David Trey. One. 
in every 500 African Americans in the U.S. suffers from sickle cell disease. One in three African American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org/ourblood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a two-for-Tuesday for you. Of course, that double dose of dopeness with me and Julia Jesse right here on The Day with Trey. I'm so excited that Jules was able to join me. And, of course, you know, even as she's a wife and a mother and has a full-time job, she's still finding a way, y'all, to see herself as a part of the Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.